Hey guys, welcome to season two of the She Is I Am podcast with Angela Mullen. I'm Angela Mullen, your host, the wardrobe stylist, the mama four, the wife, the self-care maven. I hope y'all are ready for some real life, real talk conversation. We got a lot to discuss. It's been a minute, so let's get into it. I'm so happy that you guys have been loving all the footage from the awards. Um, Yeah, it was like, a big moment for me. And I'm gonna tell you why. So three years ago, I told myself, I'm gonna be styling somebody at the BET Awards. Like I just want to style. I don't care. I just want one client that's going to the BET Awards. Didn't happen. Okay. Didn't happen. I didn't get bummed about it. It was a goal. Okay. Cool beans. I'm gonna keep working hard. Second year came around. Didn't get a client for the BET Awards, but I got another award show that I assisted on. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'm getting there. I'm making progress. At least I'm getting the experience, blah, blah, blah. Third year, this year comes. That wasn't on my mind. No awards was on my mind. Honestly, I I wasn't, I didn't even know about the awards, to be honest. I didn't know when it was going to happen. None of that. Um, And with COVID, I knew everything was just canceled. So, but nope. God said different. It wasn't canceled. Nothing was canceled. Um, And I got it. And I was like, okay, cool. Oh, little baby. I wasn't expecting like the dopest rapper out right now. I wasn't expecting to have little baby's dancers. And then to find out that they were going to be opening. I was like, oh, okay, Lord. This how you going to reward me for my patience? I'm with it. I'm with it. Okay. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, So let me tell you how that came about. I was actually working a mulatto and young bands video shoot that a friend of mine plugged me in on. She's a dancer. She styles. But because her workload was picking up, she wasn't able to do it. So she plugged me in forever grateful okay forever grateful um when I got the call for the job and to any entrepreneur who is just starting out just like myself I'm still new to the game I haven't been in it that long compared to most people um I know from what it looks like you guys probably think that I've just been in it for a long time, but no, like I'm still learning. I'm still working through things. I'm still branding myself. Um, my focus has always just been my family. So now my workload is picking up and I'm still trying to find that balance. You know, I'm still trying to find a schedule that works for me and all that fun stuff, but I digress. I got the call for Mulatto and Young Bands. I said, yes, I can do it. I had less than 12 hours to pull looks together for four people. Okay. I had less than 12 hours. I don't live in the city. I already had a packed day. The malls close at seven o'clock. I just couldn't do it. But I said yes to the job and I knew I had to do it. Not only that, Things, you know, a lot of the behind the scenes stuff with the accounting and 
other components were just not all the way thought through because it was a last minute need. You know, initially there weren't going to be any dancers. The dancers were added at the last minute. Having they needed a stylist for the dancers. That was last minute. So I could have declined, but I did not. Um, I even had a moment where I was like, Angela, why did you do this? Like you bit off more than you could chew. You knew you don't have the time. Like, why would you take on something and rush your craft? Like when I put my work out there, I wanted to be my best work. And I felt like I probably made a bad decision. I probably should have just said no. But saying no doesn't come too easy for me, unfortunately. But I'm working through that. That's one thing I'm working on. I'm working on how to say no a little bit more. But I took on the project and I was like, you know what? You you have no choice but to pull this off. I don't care how you do it. You got to pull this off and you have to be happy with your work. Um, and before I go any further, I'm going to say this. You have to make decisions sometimes that will set you up for better opportunities and set you up for more success. I could have denied that job. And I'm going to tell you, if I would have, I would have not done the BET Awards. I'll say that. So let me continue on. Everyone's out shopping. They're getting pieces. They're getting me what I need. I'm looking for inspo all night long. I'm trying to create this. Honestly, I'm like, okay, what is open at this point? Okay, I got Target. I got Walmart. I got exotic dance stores. These are my options. Okay, I got friends. Let me call my people in the industry and see what they have in their kit. And everything went smooth. Everyone was happy. The artists were happy. The dancers we're happy. And see, when I'm working, that's my main thing. I want to make not just the artists happy. I want all parties involved to be pleased, especially the dancers, because they're the ones performing up there. And it ain't nothing worse than performing in front of millions of people, knowing you're killing it, knowing you've put in all this work to do your part, and you don't even feel confident in what you're wearing. So to Make sure the dancers for the mulatto joint was happy. The little baby joint was happy. That was awesome. Um, I'll say that little baby is definitely a little bit more involved than um, most artists, which I appreciated. You know, they wanted to see the vision that I had. They wanted to see um, where I was going with things design wise. And it was approved, which was Awesome. I mean, you can see in one of the behind the scenes pics, he's fixing the girl's hair like he's very much involved. Um, the mulatto and young bands, not so much uh, involvement. We really didn't even have the time. Not saying that they wouldn't, because I'm sure they would be if time permitted. Um, but when we showed up, we got started. Everything was well. Um once that completed, I was then presented with an opportunity to style 
Lil Baby's dancers for the concert with the baby. Woo. Baby, that's when I felt the pressure. I was like, what? You got a concert with two of the dopest artists? Okay, sis, you got to come with your A game. Like, this is a live performance. This isn't a video shoot this time. This is a live performance. And again, this was immediately after. So now I'm going into something else. No break, no self-care. I'm just going from one thing to the next. Um, Still working on a show. (sighs) And then after all of the prep and all of the hard work and wrecking my brain to figure things out and ordering stuff and making sure everything is prepared for my fitting, fitting people. I made it as far as fitting day. I then get a call that it's canceled. All that hard work, all that time, all the communication. And like y'all don't know the late nights that I put into it. Staying up late, all like all of that. And then to hear that it was canceled. Ugh, it happens. It happens though. But. I just didn't need for it to happen. That was like the bummer moment. But I didn't have much time to be bummed. Because then it was like, okay, but we about to do the awards. So we need you on the awards. Okay, cool. Let's do it. I'm with it. Let's go. But we changing the concepts. Okay, so I got to start this creative juice all over again from scratch. And I think... This was when I started to just lose focus on myself because at that point, all of my work was being put into the awards and making sure that that was successful. Um, The prep, fitting the girls, making sure I had sizes, making sure um, I'm communicating with the designer, the needs getting stuff shipped overnight. Oh my gosh. It was just like pressure. It was nonstop pressure. Um, And I was doing good. I was doing good for a while, but I missed a few things. I missed taking care of myself for one. And um, I got to experience what it was like to crash. But The awards was awesome. My team was awesome. I'm happy that I was able to get some footage to capture those moments. Something that I could always reflect on. Um, I definitely made made some mistakes along the way. but But the mistakes that I made wasn't design related. It wasn't styling related. It was self care related. I lost focus of Angela. I started focusing on everything else, everyone else. Um, From the BET Awards, I went straight into working again for a TV show. Um, I was with a different group than what I'm used to. Um, I was tested tremendously. I found myself going back to a place that... 
I've been working so hard to come out of. Um, and I didn't like it. I didn't like the person that I was becoming because I'm working so hard to be a better person. But the environment wasn't for me. The people that I was surrounding myself with, the energy wasn't for me. Um, and I knew it. Situations took place and I knew that I needed to change my environment. And I didn't. I started to people please. Because again, I'm always trying to make everybody happy. I never made the decision that was best for myself. I compromised my better judgment to please someone else. And when you do that, nine times out of 10, it's going to backfire on you. Um, so I learned a lesson. I learned to definitely stand firm for what I believe in. Um, never tolerate any type of disrespect. Um, I've learned that your confidence and your demeanor, you know, it may make some people uncomfortable when they aren't secure within themselves, but you can't let that take you out of your space. So I'm learning to maintain my space and see, this is all of what's happened within the last month or two. It's been a lot. It's been a lot to deal with. Um, when you're working on productions, you're already working with different people, different energies. So you have to maintain your energy. You have to maintain your space. And I kind of failed with that, to be honest. I kind of found myself, you know, being, like I said, being somebody I didn't want to be, you know, because I was taken there. And it's no one else's fault but my own when I make decisions that don't reflect the woman that I am, that I want to be, the woman that I am becoming. Um, but what I've learned also is that it's okay to walk away from things. Like if something doesn't make you happy, if you are not happy, if you are not comfortable you are not forced to be there. Like you can leave. It's okay to say no. Like I said, saying no is somewhat kind of hard, but I'm learning that I have to say no for my health sake. I have to say no. The stress that comes with some of these jobs just isn't worth it. And once I was out of the toxic environment, I was able to go back to a space where, you know, a space that worked for me. <laughs> I was able to jump on a commercial. Um, everyone knows I love working my commercials. I've worked commercials for the last eight years. Um, I'm very seasoned when it comes to it and I'm able to really put forth 
all of me when it comes to styling. Like, I'm not just doing one thing. I'm really doing all of it, in a sense. Like, I'm shopping. I'm participating in, you know, the return process. I'm meeting with the producers, the directors. Like, I'm very much so hands-on, you know? And I think sometimes people aren't aware of that. I think some people, when I step into the TV and film world and I'm the shopper, I don't think they really have a clue what I do. Like, I don't think they have a clue as to what my skill set really entails. Like, I don't think they understand. And I'm trying to find the humblest way to say it. But I'm gonna just say it. I don't think they know that I really do this shit. You know, I don't think they know. Because I'm so humble. Like, I don't speak on a lot of things. Um, I don't share a lot of things up until recently. And I just started sharing with you guys a lot of the footage from the awards. But I really do this, you know, and I think I needed those tests from those people. I really needed them to help me build my self-esteem, you know, because sometimes I don't give myself enough credit. Heck, but I know where I've come from. I know where I'm trying to go. I know that I'm still learning. I know that I'm still new. I'm forever a student. Um, I love helping other people reach their dreams and their goals. And I think sometimes my kindness is taken as a weakness. You know, I think people look at me and see that I'm small, you know, for the most part, I not even for the most part, I pretty much stay to myself. You know, I'm out of the limelight. I just do my own thing. I go to work, I go home, I take care of my family. You know, sometimes when you are in your own lane, People think they can try you. So that's what I mean by I've been receiving a lot of tests lately. But I'm healing. You know, I have been actively working on myself. So when you're actively working on yourself, you're going to be tested. You're going to be tried. Certain areas in your life where you feel like you need more of, they might, you might get more of it through certain tests because I've definitely got a confidence booster. You know, I've got a self-esteem booster, but I've also got a awakening like, oh, Angela, no, sis, you gotta, you gotta handle it different now. You know, you can't handle it like how you want to handle it. I know you want to go off. I know you want to cuss somebody out, you know, do things a different way. As I have to be reminded, you're an adult now. You know, you you can't you can't let people take you there. You can't let people take you out of your space. You have so much power already that intimidates people. That makes them uncomfortable. But you can't lose the self-control over your emotions. You can't do that. You got to clap back. In a different way now. You know? So, 
that's also what I'm learning. But I think that I stepped out of my character because I was ill at the time. I had a lot going on. It just wasn't the time. You know, sometimes you come across people and it's like, oh, dang, like what, what they got into you? It's just not the time. It just hasn't been the time. I've been working on a lot of big projects. I've been successful with it. So to test my skill, to test my professionalism, to test me in this season, it just wasn't the time. Or to the contrary, some people would say, oh, I got time today. I got time today. You know how you know how they do that. But yeah. And I did. I did have some time. But when I reflect back, it's like, sis, no. No, it kind of reminds me of, okay, the versus battle with Jeezy and um, Gucci. Yes. It's like it was balance there, right? It was it was some balance. Jeezy was taking the high road, being mature, being an adult. You know, Gucci was he had the energy of keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? And in the industry, the styling industry, this TV and film industry, it's like where do you find the balance? But it, it's more so within self. You know, it's within self. It's, it, I found that I saw myself on a stage. And I was like, ooh, Angela, you was looking, you was looking a whole lot like Gucci, man. You know, you was looking, you was looking real Gucci. And I ain't talking about his swag. But I want to I wanna come off more like Jeezy. You know, I'm just not at that level yet. You know, God is still working on me. I'm not at that level yet. And, you know, I used to be at that level in my younger years. But then it's like, I'm tired of being that way. I'm sick of it. I don't want to be that person no more. I don't want to take the high road. Like, I'm sick of it. Like, I want to, feel, I'm feeling real Gucci-like, you know? But I can't. That's not how that's not how I choose to cope with what I've been dealing with. You already know I'm about to tell you what I've been going through. Okay? Following the BET Awards. I burnt myself out, okay? I had no clue what exhaustion was until after. Actually, I knew what exhaustion was before the BET Awards. On October the 11th, my son's birthday, I was in my bed taking a a nap um, the Saturday before. I told my husband, I said, look, babe, I can't, I can't go anywhere tomorrow. I'm exhausted. But me using that term, 
without me really truly understanding the definition, okay? I'm saying I'm exhausted, like I'm tired, I just want to rest kind of thing, right? Which that is partially it. Um, So Sunday came, I'm asleep, it's probably 10.45 or 11.45 and it's time to go to breakfast to celebrate my son's birthday. I get up, walk to the bathroom, I was so dizzy. I sat down on the toilet, of course, and I closed my eyes and I'm like, okay, whoa, that was, that was, I'm dizzy. I was like, okay, just take a second and open your eyes, Angela. When I opened my eyes, it seemed like the room was bouncing, like everything was bouncing up and down. Okay. I get up. I'm like, oh my goodness, what's happening? Oh my goodness. I'm about to pass out. Oh my goodness, Juju, Juju. I'm calling my oldest son. I'm like, cause I'm, I'm home by myself. My husband is at work. Um, and I'm calling my son. And at this point I'm getting nervous. I'm like, Juju, call 911. Okay. And just give them our address. And I'm trying to be calm because I don't want to alarm my child. Um, he, he couldn't really understand why I needed him to call 911, but I'm like, just, just go do it. I take my phone. I'm trying to text. I'm trying to call my husband. He didn't answer. Um, He's a barber. So that's expected. That's nothing (laughs) unusual um, for the most part. He didn't answer. I called my mom. She didn't answer. I called my sister. She didn't answer. I called my dad. He didn't answer. I'm like, oh my goodness, people. You guys are less than three minutes away from me. No one is answering the phone. I text my brother-in-law. And on my other phone, I'm calling my sister, my other, my older sister, who's all the way in D.C. somewhere. Um, so I text my brother-in-law and I'm like, hey, I just had Juju call the ambulance. I'm not feeling well. I think I'm about to pass out. I get on the phone with my sister. Um, like I've mentioned previous times, she's a nurse. So she's always like the first person I call to try to help get me through. Um, so I'm like, Tika, I'm lightheaded. I don't know what's happening. I think I'm about to pass out. Um, so she's giving me orders and things of what I need to do. I didn't feel like it was my anxiety, but I felt like it was a little bit of anxiety in there also. Um, my family get here. They got here really quickly. By the time they got here, I was laid in bed. Um, the medics came, took my vitals. My vitals were good. Um, they asked me when the last time it was that I ate. I didn't I didn't even have an answer. I didn't have an answer. And this day was what, Sunday? I had no answer. Um, they said, okay, well, let's get you some food up here. So they bring me some food. I'm trying to chew. I couldn't even chew. My mouth was so dry, I couldn't even eat. He's like, okay, well, here's the problem. He's like, when, when is the last time you got some rest? When was the last time you ate or drank, like, you're exhausted. You're dehydrated. What What is going on here? And I'm like, shit. It had been, I don't know how long. Um, because the thing is, I already, I already eat on like a schedule, you know. Now it's become a fad where it's like intermittent fasting. 
now I know what it's called, but that has always been my lifestyle. Like I, because I'm on the go, not saying that it's a healthy way of being, um, and not saying that it's any wrong with intermittent fasting, but where I was at, it was something wrong with it. You know, I was used to eating between, uh, maybe 11 and six or something like that. And I would always start my mornings with, you know, I would have coffee. Like y'all know, I'm always got, you know, B would say, Hey, you having Starbucks? Are you having Dunkin' Donuts? Like I'm always going to start my day with some type of iced coffee or something, right? That's changed since all of this stress stuff, but we'll get into that. Um, so my days, I'm sorry, my eating time started to get later and later. Like I wouldn't eat until one o'clock. I wouldn't eat until about five o'clock. Next thing I would look up and it's like six and I'm like, oh shit, like I didn't eat nothing today. Oh my God. Um, my stomach would not growl. Um, my stomach wouldn't growl. It was no signs that I was hungry because I was constantly on the go. Like I had been on the go for two weeks straight, people. Mulatto, um, it started with the mulatto joint. Then I went into prepping for the concert, then the awards, you know? So it was a constant, just constant rush, constant thinking, thinking, thinking. Like I was literally in a zone. I was just in a creative zone, nonstop. No self-care, none of that. Self-care fail, okay? Alert, alert, self-care fail. Um, So yeah, my body was shutting down. I stayed in bed the entire day. I felt terrible because I could not, you know, leave out the house to celebrate my son. I was so tired. Um, But I did sleep. You know, I slept really well on Sunday. And then guess what I did on Monday? I woke up and went in for a fitting. And I felt like, oh, I'm good. Like, boom, I'm great. No, sis, what you just had compared to the lack of sleep and everything else that you have been putting into your body was a cat nap, to say the least. That was like a cat nap. So, yeah, the next day came and I felt like, okay, I got it. I can handle it. All is well. Tuesday came, BT Awards, boom, all day rush, prepping. Okay, stressing out. Got to make sure I'm getting all of the clothes in and, you know, by 7 a.m., we got to be on set by 9 a.m. I need to make sure everything, like, it was rushed, okay? Straight rush mode. By Wednesday, hell, forget Wednesday. By Tuesday evening after the shoot, I couldn't even drive myself home, like I mentioned. I could not drive myself home. So Wednesday came, and at that point, everything went downhill. It was like a domino effect. Um, and I still tried to push myself. I still went back. And worked at the studio. Um, I knew that I wasn't well. I still tried anyway. I still did anyway. Um, My blood pressure has been so high. It's still high. But the only difference is now I'm, I'm managing it. Like I'm on medications. I'm 31 years old. Why am I taking blood pressure medication? It's nuts. It's straight up nuts. Um... Oh, in and out of the ER, headaches, 
all of that um, because I was having so many headaches on the same side of my head. And I'm not one that gets headaches. Um, I had to, I mentioned it to my doctor and she thought it was a good idea that I would just go ahead and get a CAT scan. So I got the CAT scan, immediately got a phone call after saying that she wants me to get an MRI because they found a little spot. Um, the spot was super small. So usually it's just a calcium buildup or it's benign. Okay. I'm in the mall when I get this call. I'm working, shopping. I'm at, I'm at literally standing inside of Lenox in Macy's with a, my arms full of clothing. And I get that call. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God, what what is what is happening? Why did I even get this test? Oh my God, like, do I even want to know? Da, 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 da. Everything, my life started to flash before my eyes. Because yeah, I'm thinking I'm about to freaking die at that point. Um, I go to get the MRI. I think I was able to go the next day. Um, no, actually it wasn't. It was a few days later because I was living with worry. Um... I was very anxious. Even before then, I was having panic attacks so much so that it was in, it would come in the middle of the night. 3 a.m., I'm having a panic attack. 11 at night, I'm having a panic attack. Um, and I was frustrated. Like, I was frustrated with myself. I'm like, how did I allow myself to get like this? What? Why? Why did I put so much passion into producing quality work? And pleasing my clients that I totally neglected myself. That's not even like that's so that's just that's just not even me. Um granted, I have some traits of being a people pleaser that I'm trying to work through, but that people pleasing thing went to a whole nother level. I was not focused. I was focused on work, but I was not focused on Angela. I neglected myself. I neglected my health. I failed with my self-care. I failed. Um, and my body failed. I did get the MRI. I did not get a phone call back. So I think that's good news. I'm just going to go with that. I think that's good news. Um, I'm still managing my health, still working through some things. But I've learned that I can't do any of this shit if I don't take care of myself. I have to. I have to take care of Angela before I can take care of anybody's clothes, image, brand, any of that. So as I as I wrap this up for today, what I've just been through for the last... Whew, two months really put some things in perspective. Um, the declaration that I have over my life is I am creating the life that I want to live. I am Angela Mullen, right? So when I look back and I see the choices that I made, I see the poor habits that I had. I see where I've failed in my self-care, I had to ask myself, is this the life that you're trying to create? Like, 
career-wise, client-wise, yeah, that that is, okay? That is what I'm creating here. The consistency, the the visibility, but I'm not trying to create unbalance. I'm not trying to create catastrophe like when it comes to my health. I'm not trying to create an illness that I can't get rid of. I'm not trying to create this, I don't want to call it distraction, but it is like me being ill has taken away so much time from my family. Um, That's not the life I'm trying to create. The choices that I've made were very poor, very, very poor. So I want for you guys to think about your life, reflect on your current situations, um, and ask yourself, is this the life that I'm trying to create? What habits do you need to break? What new habits do you need to create? How can you create the life that you are trying to live? Unfortunately, guys, that's my time for today. So on the next episode, I'm just going to talk to you briefly about how I'm coping with things. Um, since I became ill, I just I've been tested left and right. I swear you know, when you when you get hit with one thing, it just comes. It's like, I can't get a break. So as I work through all of these mini tests that I've been getting, I just want to share with you how I'm coping with it. I'm sending you all love and light. I'll chat with y'all next week. Stay connected with all the She Is I Am content at She Is I underscore AM on Instagram. The She Is I Am podcast is an Angela Mullen original. Presented and produced by Afternoon Agency.